Saturday after the game, I had hair, and then I saw the juggernaut that was going to be rolling in here. The scary thing, if you're looking at stats, is they've allowed 50 yards a game rushing. I've coached in Arkansas. They got Arkansas football. We want a red line every play. Relentless race every play. We want to swing as hard as we can. That's all we know how to do. to the coaches of the mouth this is coach jeff williams along with coach bray cook the mouth is on assignment again on the road he's on the road uh we might be still celebrating from last week. oh probably you know? is yeah, exactly probably, right probably, probably still celebrating you never, never know about that guy man what a show do we have today i mean what how how much yeah. stuff has yeah. gone on in the state of arkansas in the last week my goodness uh, what a week you know it's a bad day to be a kicker and sharing in arkansas <laughs> There's no doubt it's going to be tough for, for those kids. But what a move. Um, exciting to have Coach Kelly back in the mix. Uh, and then obviously with Harding going to the national championship with the, with the, with the hard-nosed you know, offense they run. And, uh, you know, it'll be a great great test for uh, for a trip. Old Colorado School of the Mines to, to stop them. Man, just oh, I want to hear, we'll listen to him, what he's going to do in three days, getting prepared for sure. that stuff. Yeah. And, you know, have they seen it earlier this year or not? That's, mm-hmm. that's a question because we don't follow them very much. But. Great game with Prescott and Boonville and Harding Academy walks away with uh, the state championship along along with uh, Boonville. Both games outstanding. Uh, to recap, man, it's hard to believe that the season went by that fast. But uh, Bray, I mean, you've kind of watched. You got a player over there, Big Mike. Yeah, Erickson Big Mike, over Mike there Erickson at uh, at Harding. What are you looking forward to hearing from Coach Simmons? Well. Uh, you know, Big Mike was uh, he played tackle for me uh, at P Ridge and for you too. Yeah. Um, and he was such a physical, dynamic player that you could put anywhere on the offensive line and run any kind of play you needed to. And it was going to be a violent, pretty intense execution and a uh, great personality, great young man. Uh, put on uh, a lot of weight, a lot of good weight, muscle, uh, and is playing tight end uh, oh, yeah, for, sure. for Coach Simmons. And uh, I'm really excited to hear how he's kind of progressed over these last several years with him uh, and what he's going to be able to do Saturday. Man, it's exciting because there's just a lot of Arkansas kids playing for them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, got a chance to win a national championship. Yeah. Well, let's let's cut to the chase. Let's go ahead and bring him on. Head coach from Harding, our BSN guest, Coach Paul Simmons. Coach, congratulations, man. I watched every snap Saturday. What an amazing game. You guys just dominated. And then I get on the internet and it hit me that you had another game to go to. Talk to us about Saturday with you know punching your ticket to the national championship game, then your then your sons you know winning the state championship later on that night. Just kind of go through that day. I thought that was real cool. Well, I, I tell you, I, I, I'll do that. But you know, first of all, man, I'm excited to be on. I really do appreciate it. Think a lot of both of you guys, and uh, I want to congratulate you on your your Hall of Fame uh, situation right here recently. Very very awesome and well deserved. So congratulations on that. Uh, you know, I've been a blessed man in my life, and I have had uh, a lot of fantastic days. Uh, a lot of times I've said, man, it can't get any better than this. I mean, um, I've had some awesome days. I, you know, When my wife and I were dating, we we end up, we, we go down, and, and uh, uh, it's New Year's Eve, and we end up going down and staying at a buddy of mine's duck camp, and and then the next morning we got up and it was 25 degrees and we shot ducks in our face. It was unbelievable and came in and I I, I couldn't even stay awake. And I thought, 
man, what am I going to do? And then Arkansas played Texas at 11 o'clock in the Cotton Bowl. And right about then, uh, a guy pulled up with some horses and said, hey, y'all want to go ride? And she said, well, would you mind if I went and rode horses and you watched the game? And so she went and I watched it. So I killed a limit of ducks with my my fiance. <laughs> the, the, the Razorbacks beat Texas in the Cotton Bowl. And I thought this is the best day of my life. And uh, and maybe it was until yesterday or Saturday. And, and uh, so, you know, Saturday, well, for one thing, I can just tell you that it's, you know, we've never had the one seed. We've 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 played in a lot of playoff games over the last six or seven years. They've almost all been on the road, and so to get the one seed to have the home field, and, and that happened the same time that my boys—the only year that both my boys played together in the playoffs—really just seems too good to be true. But looking down the pipe, I thought, you know, well, if we can figure out a way to keep winning, and they keep winning, I'm going to miss the state title game because they're, you know, they've been playing 3A and that game's been at noon. Well, our games are always early. So I knew that this story was not going to end well. I was going to miss their last ball game. And so when ESPN grabbed our game and put it at 11 o'clock, and then their game was at 630, I just thought, man, there's this is there's no way uh, that God's not involved with this. I mean, it was just too much goodness. And then our guys, man, they just had a tremendous week. and. You know, if you if you watch the game, you know they played really well. I mean, we got after them. Uh, really, we really were dominant in all three phases of the game, and um, had a had a fantastic, awesome home crowd. And then, you know, to get to have time to go down and then watch the boys play, and um, you know, uh, that was a that was a battle. They they got up got up pretty good, and then almost almost gave it away and. You know, if you watch that game, my, my youngest son had a big sack late in the game that, that was a kind of a dagger. And, um, yeah, I did not want that day to end. It was really, really special, uh, without a doubt. Well, there's no doubt. You know, you're, you're sitting there talking about it. I mean, what a perfect day. And I'm sitting there, I see it on the Internet, and I thought, I forgot all about that. And it just how cool that was and everything. Well, Coach, let's get into it. You know, everybody talks about your offense, you know, triple option and all that kind of stuff. I want to do something a little different. You guys have been outstanding defensively all year long. And I want to talk a little bit about your defense. Is and you're a defensive guy, that's your background, blah, blah, blah. Well, talk to us a little bit how well your defense has played all year. Yeah, you know, because our offense is so unique, it gets all the attention. But if you know, if if you know Harding football, you know that we have been dominant on defense for a really long time. Uh, and, and I'll tell you this, if, if you, I mean, you guys know this, you know, we really do have an elite defensive coaching staff. Uh, I mean, Coach Mode is an absolute stud. I, he's the hardest working guy I've ever been around in my life. I mean, literally, I beat that guy um, to the office maybe twice in my life, and, and that was at 3.30 in the morning. I, I promise you that he is in the office at 3.30, 4 o'clock, uh, he is a he is a dog and 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 does a great great job, uh, you know. Um, and Coach Tribble um, is, is a stud and and you know Coach Tribble, you know he coaches the secondary, but he also kind of ramrods the kicking game, which has been awesome in the playoffs. Um, you know our D our D line is probably the best one in the country, and you know our young coach Coach Bigelow, who was a great player for us, you know just does such an awesome job with that group. And then Sam Blankenship is. Was an All-American here, and and uh, coaches the 
the safeties. And so th- those guys do an awesome job. You know, um, you know, our opponents have had 150 drives and we've, we've, uh, they've scored on 25 of them. And, uh, you think about how crazy that is, you know, Grand Valley, Grand Valley, you know, it's been 20 years since they were held without a touchdown. And in that game 20 years ago, that was a division one team and they actually won that game nine to six. And so, um, you know, it really is crazy what, what those guys have done. Um, and, and I, and I hate to say it for our opponents, it's a young group. I mean, we have one senior D lineman, we have one senior D linebacker. And so a lot of those guys are going to be back, but, um, I really appreciate the way they work and get ready to play. You know, they they have such a mature um, mentality. And really, if you've watched us all year long, you know, we have we have been a group that shows up on Saturday no matter who we're playing, whether it's an, an 0-10 team or whether it's Grand Valley. These guys do what it takes to show up. And, you know, I'm, I take a lot of pride in that. You know, the standard is the standard, you know, no matter who we're playing. So, um, yeah. You know, when, you know, when you run this kind of offense and you play great defense, you're going to have a chance every Saturday. No doubt. No, I mean, and y'all been outstanding on both sides of the ball. Let's get into your opponent a little bit, and then I'll turn it over to Coach, Coach Cook here. You know, Colorado School of the Mines, they've been there. You know, they, they, you know they, they've been in that playoff hunt, was there last year. And what are you seeing? I know it's early on. What are you seeing on film? Obviously, you get to the last game, they can play a little bit too. And what are you seeing on film? And give us some matchups for audience for Saturday. They they can get to watch and see what the matchups are. What a good matchup we need to watch during the game. Well, you know, the this is a team that you know their magic comes from their quarterback. You know, John Matoka was the uh, the Division Two Player of the Year last year. Um, you know, he is a he's kind of a Johnny Manziel type talent in that. Well, he extends plays, he creates, you think you've got him sacked, and then he goes Houdini on you and buys time. And, you know, he's the worst kind of good. He's the kind of guy that will escape and buy time. He doesn't He doesn't pull it down to run it. He pulls it down to put a dagger in you. You know, he'll buy time, buy time, hit it downfield. Um, you know, this team is going to look similar to Grand Valley and, and just far as being – you know, really big, really powerful. A lot of fifth and sixth year seniors in this group right here. Um, you know, very, very well coached. Uh, o line is a big dominant unit. Um, you know, probably the scary, scary thing if you're looking at stats is they've allowed 50 yards a game rushing. And so, you know, that's that's the matchup is can we get movement up front? Uh, can we move the chains consistently? That that'll be a, a giant deal. Um, but it's a you know these guys they they opened the year with Grand Valley and they they beat Grand Valley at home uh, by three points so that's our common opponent you know now it was a very different game that was thirty four thirty one or often seven to six um, but yeah this is uh, a, a really really good football team we got our work cut out for us big time. That coach good. Uh, Coach, you've got um, a lot of special players uh, on your team. Uh, one in particular is a, a Pea Ridge Blackhawk that, uh, that Coach and I both got to uh, work with while he was with us, uh, Michael Erickson, uh, Big Mike. Um, when, when he came back uh, recently and worked out with us uh, in Pea Ridge during some of your off weeks, he was a different human being than the kid that uh, left Pea Ridge. And uh, so whatever y'all are feeding him, doing to him down there is awesome. 
uh, he, he was a monster. But uh, could you speak on maybe what, what he means to what y'all do offensively uh, and, and as well as the Arkansas kids on your team and, uh, and how you, you represent Arkansas so well, um, obviously. But what does it mean to have those Arkansas recruits? Uh, well, you know, first of all, yeah, we, we love, love um, Mike Erickson. Um, not, you know, you know, we, we got a lot of good coaches in our league and the GAC and a lot of coaches that do a really good job of developing young men. And, um, but, we, you know, we think that we do as good a job of anybody as, as, with, as far as developing guys. Um, you know, Coach Michael Gregg is our strength coach. We're blessed to have a strength and conditioning master's program here. So we have a full-time, probably overqualified strength coach and then a, a training staff. And, um, you know, that guy does an incredible job. And I'm, I'm going to say this, and I don't want it to sound arrogant, but I really do think that we will be the strongest team on the field every Saturday. You know, I mean, our starting D tackle, um, you know, he squatted 800 pounds this spring and blew the internet up. He benched 500 pounds. Um, you know, used to, if you benched 400 pounds and you were a grown man, you know, we probably have 15 guys that are that are mid fours, and they didn't come to us that way. They came to us strong, uh, but but Coach Greg has done a great job. You know what what Mike Erickson does for us is he is he's a matchup problem, and it's all about matchups. But you know when he comes in the game, um, you know he's a 280 pound guy playing tight end, and and he can run. He's athletic, and you know if you don't match him with personnel, then you're 230 pound. DN has got a problem on his hands. And then, you know, a lot of the time we will go tackle over. And so now Mike is is on the short side and he he's a tackle eligible uh, on the back side, but he has the same skill set as one of our tackles do. And so, you know, it really does create a matchup problem. Um, yeah, if you know our guys and, and and know what we do, then you know that so many of our elite guys are right here from Arkansas, you know. Uh, Braden Jay is the most electric guy in our league. Um, you know, his his kick return last week really was the dagger. We were up, you know, 28 to nothing. They scored going into the half and kind of got some energy and momentum, picked the ball to us with four seconds left, and he takes it 90 yards to the house and kind of puts a knife in him. Um, you know, he, he is special for us. Cole Keelan, our, our quarterback, is – I guess he is – uh, he's 23 and two now as a starter. He's a, he's a Harrison, uh, Harrison Goblin, uh, whose number one skill set is that he's a winner. You know, he's not, he's not big enough, fast enough, pretty enough, but he is a special winner. Uh, we got two starters right here from Harding Academy that were both all conference guys for us, you know, Jake and Ty Duggar that are winners for us. And, you know, uh, obviously the, the region, Player of the Year, first team All American, Nate Wallace, who from from Bryant, uh, Austin Bailey from Bryant. Uh, if you watched the Central Missouri game, you know we blocked that extra point late in the game, and that was Gage Price, the uh, Hamburg Warrior. And so, you know, I'm an Ashdown. I mean, I'm a I'm an Arkansas guy. Um, you know, I grew up in Ashdown, died in the wool, and and you know, certainly we're proud of all of our young men, and and a young man has what it takes as far as character, toughness, accountability, work ethic. He can come from Australia. Uh, but it, you know, we 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 are extra proud of our guys that that, are, that represent from right here. And, you know, I want to be a program um that this whole state is proud of. I mean, I, I really do. And I can tell you that, 
you know, last night was a neat moment for me, and it really kind of caught me off guard. We were down at the the Hootons Farm Bureau, you know, into the year award show, and so all of the best, you know, coaches that had great years, and and all of the players of the year were there. Steve Sullivan, and then they do a great job, make a really big deal of it. And uh, as the night started, they said, "Hey, we we want to welcome all of the the honorees that had such a great season." And he kind of talked for a minute, and you know, I was on the phone, and I got text coming in. I'm just trying to get settled, and then he said. We also have a special guest tonight. We want to welcome Paul Simmons, the head coach of Harding University, as they compete for the national title this weekend. And I'm telling when he did it, the, the the room erupted. It erupted. And it was it caught me off guard. It was it was very, very humbling. Uh and then, you know, he said, Hey, wherever you played at here in Arkansas, you know, we're tonight we're all pulling for the bisons. And uh man, it was I, I didn't expect that. I really didn't. And, and it was awesome. And, um, you know, certainly if, if if we're carrying a torch, we want to carry it well. We want to represent. We want to battle. We want to compete. Uh, we we want to do things in a way that would make somebody proud. And, um, you know, that was neat to me. Well, the, I, I can tell you the whole state uh, is rooting for you and is behind you uh, this weekend. And we're very excited for the matchup. Um, obviously, uh, you know, we all know the implications uh, of this game coming up. But what is, as a head coach, what is what is your message to your guys going into this weekend? Well, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a big believer in doing whatever it takes to allow your guys to play loose, right? And and it's you know not a not a lot of man national championship national championship. It's more of man, we get one more chance to play together. One more chance. And I can promise you the last thing I will say to them is, man, you have permission to make a mistake. No no pressure. You can make a mistake, but, dude, make it on fire for your brother. Let it rip. Let it rip. Let it rip. Let it go. We're playing on house money. I mean, we really are. Nothing to lose. Get after it. Have the time of your life. Um, love playing with your brothers one more time. And, you know, just be who we are. We don't have to change who we are to win this football game. You know, we got to play well. we got to execute. But the things that that got us to right here are the same things that will be the, get us over the hump on Saturday, man. Play with joy. Play with, with passion. Play with a lot of love for one another. And stay and get after it. Get after it. Get after it. You know, my guys all know that, you know, if, if, if you want to play for a, a Nick Saban type guy where – Nothing really is ever good enough, right? Then I, I'm not your guy. And I, I I want it to be fun. I want to see him smiling. Um, but what's fun, what's fun is to win a giant game over a great opponent and do it together, right? Do it together and let it fly. So we'll, we'll come out on fire Saturday. I promise you, we, we, we there's not going to be a case of nerves. We're going to let it rip. I love it. That's awesome stuff. Coach Williams? Well, Coach, I'm going to end with this, and I know this guy's a special guy to you, special guy to a lot of people, is, is Coach Huck. I mean, and he's been there, and he, you know, was head coach before you and coached you. And tell me what Coach Huck means to that program. I mean, he's taken over. As, and I tell you what, when he took over as head coach, you know, the recruiting and things at y'all's place really took off, and you're part of that. And played with. Talk to us about you know, Ronnie Huckleby, what he means to, to Harding and means to you. 
Well, I'm going to do that. Before I do, I'm going to talk about another guy briefly that both you guys know and love, and that's Coach Bryce Bray. You know, you know, Bryce, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, credit for what's going on now is is is, is uh, you know a lot of the guys in that field, Coach Bray recruited, and and uh, I know that that he loves you guys, and you guys love him, and that guy was a great great warrior for us. Man, we hated to lose that guy, but you know. Um, a really important thing in my life is a desire to make Coach Huck proud of me. Okay, that's my 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 father is, is the greatest man that ever walked the earth. I mean, besides Jesus Christ, I mean, my daddy means the world to me. And and second is Coach Huck. You know, he preached my wedding. Um, that guy, he he talks me off the cliff about twice a week. He speaks life into me. Um, you know, I you probably don't know this story, but you know he when he became the head coach, you know when and when it all started, it was it was a, a tough situation initially, and he walked in front of the team on a really tough day, took a dry erase marker, went to the board, didn't say a word, and in giant letters he wrote "Honor God," underlined it big, and he said, "We're going to do that right there. We're going we're going to honor God. We're going to love each other. That's what we're going to do." and um, without a doubt, so much of uh, the culture um, started with with Coach Huck, um, and you know, I, I just can't say enough about what he means to me, what he means to this program, uh, the the kind of man he is, um, the way he has changed. You know, I played for him in 1990, and and you know how different he is now. Uh, in in lots, he was awesome then. But just the 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 wisdom, um, and he's been through a lot. You know, Miss Miss Peggy is 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 battling like crazy with cancer, and Coach Huck has had some 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 issues. Uh, but it just seems to even make him better and deeper and and more wise. And um, so yeah, there's it'd be impossible to overstate uh, what he means and and. Um, you know, until until the day I die, I, I will I will have a desire to make him proud of me. And there are so many old biases that would say the same thing that his opinion of them uh, means everything. I, I hold him in the highest regard. I know he'll be there Saturday, and um, I, I can't tell you what that means to me. You know, I can tell you that when I get in a bind, when I'm struggling, when I'm frustrated, when I want to give up, when I want to do something crazy, I, I call Coach up. Call Coach Huck, and he, he tells me the truth. And usually, the truth is, is that you know how I feel is ridiculous, and and I'm being short-sighted. I need to have some, some, some wisdom. Need to have some vision, and I need to, I need to trust God more. You know, that was his. You know, I, I called him complaining recently, and he said, "Look, you just you you cannot forget what your job is. You know, God's given you a a gift of being able to love on these young men and lead these young men." And, and your job is to do that the best you possibly can and then give it to him. You know, the rest of it, forget about it. You know, you do your job and love those kids as, as best as you possibly can and, and God will honor that. And, it, and it, you know, it does. Like he's probably right. Well, Coach, that's awesome. And, and everybody loves Coach Huck. And boy, he's meant that program. But you've done an outstanding job of, of taking it and even going further. And, hey, Coach, everybody's pulling for you. Everybody's going to be tuning in, getting ready to go, and everybody's going to put their bison's hat 
even me already. I'm gonna put a little bison satin pulling for you this week, and uh, hey, and get you guys go down there and, and and you made everybody proud in the state of Arkansas, and everybody's behind you, and bring home that trophy. Yeah, guys, I appreciate it. Thanks a lot, and I promise you, we're gonna swing as hard as we can. That's all we know how to do. Well, thanks, guys. Sir. Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks, thanks for coming on, Coach. Boy, Coach, I tell you what, he. Coach Simmons, man, you'd love to play for that guy. You can oh, tell yeah. he, man, he's got his guys ready to go, and they're going to go down there and, and play a fabulous football game, and it ought to be very competitive. And uh, you, you can tell that listen to the excitement of his voice and his yep. team. And uh, uh, what are you kind of looking for these? Well, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see Big Mike out there yeah. tied in, talking about the matchups and what he can do uh, playing tight end there. Well, obviously a bigger frame, uh, one of the best offensive linemen that, that I've coached. And, one of the things I am excited about uh, is the matchup between Harding's offense and the defense of Colorado uh, School of the Mines, which is actually ran by uh, a friend of mine that, you know, him and I coached together at SBU. Um, and he has gone on to have a phenomenal career. His, his first and second years, a defensive coordinator, is back-to-back national championship appearances. So um, got a curveball for you. Let's bring him on the show. The uh, Colorado School of the Mines defensive coordinator, Trip Thomas. Coach Thomas, welcome to the show. Uh, it's great to see you, man. Man, good to see you too, boss. You know, it's, it's been a while since obviously we worked together at SBU, uh, but y'all have had some success and your life has changed a little bit since then. No, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. It's been uh, Rocky Mountain High, baby. Yep. So tell me about your team. Obviously, uh, you've been successful this year, a lot of success last year uh, as a defensive coordinator. Um, brag about your team, your defense, and, and what's different about your program. Um, yeah, I, I mean, to be honest with you, you hit the nail on the head. It's, it's, it's a program, um, you know, being able to be an old soul kind of, and, and want to run a system and, you know, be in places like SVU who, you know, has a great structure and has a great, you know, is one, um, you know, it was one of those things that, you know, being there and wanting more and trying to, trying to obtain it, you know, getting out to mines and in 19, um, you know, I was just, I was fortunate to get surrounded by good coaches, great coaches across the board. Um, you know, we, we constantly did staff clinics and stuff like that. And I got to learn from oh, everybody. Um, but you know, the biggest thing that, you know, I remember the first game I watched here was Adam state in 2019. And I just remember looking over to the defensive coordinator, Brandon Moore at the time. And I was like, why, why do these guys play so hard? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and it was something that, you know, it was lost on me just how much that brotherhood and, you know, what these guys go through on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is what a lot of teams get just in a two-hour session Monday or, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, so, you know, when they wake up at 8 a.m. on Monday morning, they're, they're getting hit with competition uh, just because, you know, the, from the first class they go to, it's there's no history class you know these guys are hitting um you know thermal dynamics and you know heat transfer and um you know they they get tested from the moment they wake up monday morning so these guys have found their due diligence from the time they turn 18 Mm -hmm. and then the moment they get that little bit of recess in the afternoons to go down there and kind of let the hair down and, and fly around a little bit it's just a perfect culmination every saturday yeah well, obviously, because uh, y'all have been rolling on defense, um, a lot of success, a lot of violence out there. Some of your stats, uh, especially concerning uh, your sacks, 
Uh, your, your defensive line, your linebacker, I think, had a lot of sacks this year. I did pretty well. Uh, oh, talk, yeah. talk about those cats a little bit. Um, you know, I put in my I put in my bio after last year. Uh, I can't remember how many sacks we had, but I think it was like a four point four four average. We got a plaque for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember it was just one of those things that it's like you 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 get on you know you get on this side of it and you you just fall in love with just the tenacity and race to the quarterback. And then I went mm-hmm. and put in my Twitter bio that I was like the sack engineer. Um, and all that bought me this year was a, was a hell of a lot of quick game and, and running the ball <laughs> third down. So sure. mm-hmm. I'll probably let it ride for, for about another 48 hours and make sure we get that off of there. But uh, no, it's um it's a relentless, it's a relentless race. Every play we want to red line, every play we want to sell out, play the hardest we've ever played mm-hmm. uh, each play that we're in the game to be as efficient as possible. And, no, it's uh Nolan Reeve is a is a is, he's very crafty in his sacks and uh, it's 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 kind of fun when you see these guys preparing on a Tuesday for what they're going to do to kind of celebrate their first sack in the game. Yeah, well, and, and you mentioned you know getting guys to play hard and 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 the part that they bring to the table. But when I think of you uh, with your background in strength and conditioning and just the energy and the tempo that you have to have in that weight room, I'd imagine your defense uh, sees that and plays like that as well. Oh yeah. I, um, oh yeah. I think it's one of those things that we, we love to kind of match each other. There's days where I'm going to need a little juice from somebody and Mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's days where they're looking to me and um, no, being in the weight room is, uh, is kind of when you figure out that, that the best relationship you can have with the players is an honest one. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, there's no doubt that, that that's kind of been a base for, for kind of my, my philosophy as a coach. Yeah. Well, well, Coach, um, obviously uh, you've gotten your defense rolling. Um, have you seen an offense kind of like what you're going to see against Harding uh, this Saturday so far this uh, this fall? Man, I, I you know, I had hair on Tuesday. Or sure. Saturday <laughs> after the game, I had hair. And then uh, and then I saw kind of kind of uh, the, the juggernaut that was going to be rolling in here. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that for what they do, man, I just I got a lot of I got a lot of respect for them. It's there. They play there. They play smash mouth football. And, you know, you're going to hit and say that, you know, I'm an old strength guy. And mm-hmm. my favorite part of strength conditioning was over there with the old line when ACDC was on. And, you know, they're in the back rack and it's just sweat flying with deep v's and yes you know they're just grinding back there and you know i i think that you know the 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 brand that they play is is going to be fun because that's something that we preach as execution you know we want to execute every technique we want to execute you know every opportunity that we get to make a play um and that's hell that's gonna be the testimony this week mm-hmm. Is you know all eleven guys are going to have to play together and just trust the guy to the left, the right, behind them, in front of them. Um, and yeah, just roll the dice, see what happens. Well, and and it's got to help that you've been in this game before. Uh, what are what are some things that I guess you're taking from last year uh, that, that you've been there? Um, you know, it was definitely it was you know first year as a coordinator um waking up you know december 16th and or december 17th and, and being in mckinney texas mm-hmm. um it was one of the most surreal feelings and you know as a young coach uh to be looking around you know the only thing i thought was you know how how many people worked their whole careers of retired never stepped on this field mm-hmm. 
And I mean, 60, 70 year old men who go out with the same vigor and, you know, just just the 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 same energy that I've, I've come in with and they've never stepped on this field. And that part, you know, I think that part probably is what gets the best of anyone in that first time. Um, and then the second time, you, you know, being back in McKinney, you know, having a plan, having a plan of action of how you're going to prepare your guys. Um, you know, that's that's probably the most important knowledge is having that on our end. Sure. Um, uh, it's definitely definitely helps. Um, and I'm excited to see uh, y'all take the field on Saturday. Uh, but before you do, uh, what, what are some of the key matchups uh, that you see uh, for the game? Hell, they're fullback versus our defense. Um, I mean, when you're talking about this offense, you know, there's one mainstay, and, you know, that fullback's going to be, you know, he's 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 the guy that gets that thing going, and if he's having a day, um, hell, I probably won't have a beard when it's all done, just lose all my hair. But, you know, I think, I think for what they do offensively, you know, they're fullback, and, you know, coupled with those wings that they have. And, you know, the quarterback, you know, they've they've got some guys that that truly believe in what they do. And if we can, you know, if we can do our due diligence and and kind of keep them, you know, forcing things wide, you know, I, I look forward to it. Um, but, you know, our our front five, our front five got to be able to do their job and, you know, kind of compact their their all American guard, you know, coupled with a couple, you know, position skill position guys that they probably deserve similar honors. Sure. Um, well, I mean, you, you, you said it earlier, it, it comes down to the trenches in a game like this. And um, obviously your O-line, D-line matchups are huge. And um, man, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. Uh, I'm excited for you guys. I'm excited for some violence out there in Texas. Uh, oh, yeah. No, I, I know they got a couple P Ridge guys out there. I, you know, yeah. I, I was checking. And, um, you know, they got, they, they, they got Arkansas football. Mm-hmm. That's something that you know, I – I've coached in Arkansas at the, at the high school level. You know, I've been in, in you know, in the yeah. just north of the Ozarks and Bolivar. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of – there's some dang good football down there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you see Cabot popping up on their, their roster. You see um, – you know, you see some of those mainstays for, for those programs in the state. And, uh, man, it's, it's – it's, fun to watch another program on film and i look sure. forward to it yeah well coach uh, we appreciate you coming on uh best of luck saturday obviously uh we'd love to keep in touch get you back on the show sometime no doubt boss yeah we'll talk next time i got less on my mind but it's good to see you absolutely great to see you coach man that guy's got a lot on his hands and obviously yes, they've got a, a great great football mm-hmm. pro uh, f- football team obviously being you know going back to the national championship game you know, trying to get some unfinished business, but they've got a tall task with the Harding Bisons. Mm-hmm. Well, let's switch gear a little bit. Let's go ahead into high school. Uh, let's bring on Harding Academy head football coach Neil Evans, who just won a state championship. Yes, sir. Let's bring him on. Hey, Coach Number One, congratulations last Saturday. I mean, we we followed you guys all year long on our, our picks. Y'all just dominated, but. Talk to me about this. How exciting is it to be in Searcy, Arkansas today with Harding and you guys celebrating? I mean, it's got to be great. Talk to us a little bit about that. It is. It is. It is. uh, Man, it is really, really neat to be a part of at the moment. You know, I I just left the the Bison send-off, and I was a little worried about the turnout just because students are taking finals and all that. It It was packed. It was so cool. I saw, I think I saw KARK there. It may have been another new station as well. It was rocking. There were three charter buses, and so the defense was on the first charter bus. 
and so they they opened the door and the defense got off like it was a Disney parade. I mean, they were running around in front of the bus, high-fiving people, and the band was there, cheerleaders were there. It was it was really, really cool um, to see it happen. And so the Searcy police took them all the way to the city limits. And so literally, as I'm walking into my office to do this, I can hear the sirens still going, leaving the city. So it was great. It was really cool. Well, that's awesome. I mean, boy, what excitement. We had Coach Simmons on earlier, and, man, you can just see they're, you know, motivated. And, man, I, I tell you, I, I, if I wasn't 100 years old, I'd, I'd put a helmet on and play also. He got me fired up about it. You <laughs> yeah, know? he can get you fired up for sure. Uh, no doubt. Well, Coach, let's get in your team. Let's talk about your journey this year. I mean, you guys, you, you look like, boy, you filled up your non-conference, getting ready for everything, and, and just, you know, you, you dominated through there. You had a tough league, and then – and be honest, and we talked about this on the show, you probably had the toughest road in four A to get to the finals and to win it. You know, you get there, you you know, you Malvern, you, what y'all saw the year before. You then you uh you know, just all the way through the thing. You get Elkins, which that was just a huge matchup. I mean, great team. And then you get into against the Rivercrest Coach. Talk to us a little bit about your journey, you know, your non conference, going through your conference, and then that playoff run. Get into that with you know, you had a lot of good players. The Owens kids, uh, unbelievable. Of course, Sims kid going to uh, University of Arkansas. But you had a lot of good players. But talk to us a little bit about that journey, about staying healthy and overcoming things. Get into that for us a little bit. Yeah, you know, so we we opened with Valley View, which is just a a, a great matchup for us. Um, you know, schematically, uh, personnel, we match up very very well. Uh, they do a really good job, and so. Um, that opener is the one that that you lose sleep over, uh, you know, because it because they're so good, but it gives you a good barometer for where you are. Um, and so I think having them and Boonville both um, was really good for us because it was the, both of those teams are so physical. Um, since Coach Cockrell has gotten to gotten to Valley View, um, the brand of ball that they play has just continued to get better. They're, they've every year we've played them, they've gotten better on both lines. Um, they have some of the best, most well-coached linebackers in the state every year. He does a really good job uh, building that program. And, of course, Boonville is who they are. Um, and I think facing the flex bone is really good for us. I think it's it's something that's taboo that forces us to kind of have to do something different. It forces us to strain as coaches and as players. And so um, that has been a – uh, well, we, I'll take that back. It's, this is our second year playing non-conference, but previously we played them in the playoffs the two years before we played them non-conference. Um, and then we jump right into Stuttgart um, at their place, uh, kind of upended those guys last year. Um, and so we kind of knew um, they did not like that. Uh, and so we knew that they would kind of – they'd come out swinging a little bit. Um, so for us to get a win over there and then, um, you know, I think on paper going into the season, I think everybody kind of felt like Lone Oak would – would be maybe a little better than they ended up being. Um, I think they got some injuries, and they were even injured and banged up before we played them. Um, but I think the turning point for our for our team, our season, was when we went to Monticello uh, in the middle of the year, I think week week seven, I think it was, and played Washita Christian, um, who is a perennial power uh, in the state of Louisiana. They have they put out I – mean, they got NFLers uh, in their history – uh, there's somebody signing Power Five off that roster every year, so we went down there and played in a neutral site. Um, and you know, because we've had so much success in the past, it's rare for us to be able to go into a game and and 
be free, if that makes any sense, right? You always feel like you're going, gosh, you know, you know this as a coach, you're going, you know, in the back of your mind, you're going, I'm coaching to not lose, not coaching to win. And so it changes. And so, um, man, they had a they got a left tackle that's going that's signed with Lafayette. They got a receiver signed with Vandy. They got a linebacker that signed with Louisiana Tech. And so, you know, our guys are kind of wide-eyed. I mean, they passed the eye test. There's 75 of them in warm-ups. And um, I just get them in the locker room, and I could tell they were tense. And I said, hey, let's go swing with them, and let's find out. And we did. We played free. And, Jeff, we, we ended up winning that game. And I think on paper nobody would have had us winning – especially anybody that knew anything. And I think our guys believed at that point, you know, there's always that, that point where you go, okay, we're pretty good. Um, and it was, it was that time. Um, and it at a neutral site, you know, so it had playoff feel, had playoff caliber opponent, you know, uh, they're, they're closer than we are to Monticello. So they packed that place out. I mean, it's, and it's, it's rocking. Uh, and Monticello is such a cool place. The first time I've ever played down there. Uh, so Monticello High School got a great setup. What a cool place to play a football game. Um, and then you're right. Uh, we played Gentry in the first round. And I, I told our, our coaches, um, this is the best five seed I've ever seen in my career. Um, Coach Bingham is – he is brilliant. And I've told so many people across the state, like – if if that guy gets somewhere where he's got some serious talent, I it, it, everybody else can play for second. I mean, on both sides of the ball, he is sharp, Jeff, sharp. Um, and I like so like, I mean, we we weren't lucky to win that game necessarily, but he he literally exploited every single uh, schematic weakness or misalignment that we had on either side of the ball. Um, which was good for us, you know, because now we, you know, we're getting pushed and then we play Malvern, right? And so all the emotion that comes with, you know, getting boat raced out of the War Memorial last year and, and the way that it happened and we thought we got out physicaled, um, we, we, we got out coached, we got out played. Um, and so for us to be able to go win that game and then you get that emotional high, right? And then you go play a hot Ashdown team, you know? And so again, nobody thinks they should be there, right? And so they're hot at the right time. They're doing some wing tee stuff, so it's taboo. So, you know, now you're getting something taboo, and, and he's 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 got the secondary to, to be able to play really stinking aggressive on the back end, and he blitz your brains out, right, which puts pressure on you. Um, and so to get a win there and then to go to Elkins and and, and just feel like – I mean, we literally played – we played – Three downs, four downs. We brought five. We brought six. We played cover two. We played quarters. We played man. We played a hot coverage. We played a three high safety all in that night and still felt like he had the pin last. I mean, we, we threw everything defensively at that guy. And and Zach Watson just, I mean, he was he was one step ahead every time. We'd get in Tampa, and he'd run a little F angle, and you'd just sit it down right where the mic left. We'd get out of Tampa, we'd get back into cover two, and he'd throw double smash. I mean, it was just – he was just – and he was doing with tempo. He wasn't even checking. Uh, and so I'm, I'm like, I, 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 we got nothing else, right? We got nothing else. Um, and so it was crazy. It was back and forth. That, that game has to have more total yards and less points total than any game I've ever seen. Both teams 
would would drive it inside the tens and take three constantly. We're up and down the field, and it felt like we were either turning it over on downs, or they were, or both teams were taking three. Um, and then, you know, then you 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 shift completely to the state finals, and you get Rivercrest, who is hot now. They're playing well. And you you guys are real familiar with those guys. I mean, y'all y'all battled for years. I yes, mean, I know that absolutely. Happened. Yeah, um, and it's they are playing really, really well. Um, you know, they they got their stuff pushed in by Valley View and Mills, and you would like to have seen them lay down, and all it did was make them mad, and and they started reeling them off. And Jeff, they they had some highlights uh, throughout the year where. They're hitting people harder, and I've seen people in high school be hitting a long time. They were physical now, and I mean physical. Um, and so we walked in the team meeting Sunday night, and I said, you better get your mind right. You better bite down on your mouthpiece because you're going to get punched in the throat. And you're going to get hit hard, and you better decide right now what your response is going to be because it's not if they're going to hit us. It's when and what's our response going to be. Um and our guys did respond. Um, and what a what a crazy <laughs> what a crazy turn of events that game was. You know, we we're we're up, and then we turn them over down there on downs. I, think, I can't remember exactly before the half. And then we try to we try to run a trick play to just try to put the dagger in them. They pick it off, and they get points. Now momentum shifts, um, and they did a really good job at the half. Um, we had some formations that we really felt good about going into that, uh, going into that game, and and a lot of our early scores were kind of misalignment by them or bad eyes. Well, they got it fixed at the half because they started doing things just slightly different. And they started doing just formationally. They had some autos based on some formation stuff that was really really good, and and then turn around and and I mean it felt like we could not get off the field on third down. It felt like they we had them in third and eight. The whole second half, <laughs> they're converting stuff at the sticks or converting touchdowns. It's, you know, it's third and goal from the eight, and they're converting. And so um, they're a championship-caliber team. Uh, those guys are tough. Um, Jeff, you know this. There are so many teams that would have packed it in. They would they would have said, we're done. And so uh, I don't know their staff very well, um, but I hope they listen to this, and I hope they hear me say – I like I I tip my hat like well done well done schematically and for for those guys in that situation to come back and fight like they did there's a bunch of other stuff going on in that locker room that's the right stuff for that to happen in that moment but no doubt and I, I got tickled because people you know y'all jumped out to the big lead and everybody uh, I'm talking to people and I go Boys, you might want to turn it back over there. This is getting interesting. And and, and that was – I was real impressed with Rivercrest because, you know, I've coached that game or whatever, and you, you've watched it as, you know, kids get behind like that. But, you know, they get there and you're going to get a little fight from them. But they brought about two or three fights. But let's get a little bit into your guys. I mean, you played well. Uh, your quarterback, Owens, unbelievable MVP. You know, your kids just were outstanding also. Talk to us a little bit about your kids and, and, and what they what they brought to the table. Yeah. Well, you know, we would like to think that 
you know, a lot of the things that I mentioned about Rivercrest, we, we, I don't know if we possess them, but we are aware that they're worth, worth pursuing. Um, the relationships, um, toughness, um, consistency. I think that's, I, you know, you know, all those things as a coach, but uh, we get to coach some pretty unbelievable kids. And I've, I have said this many, many times before. I am drinking from wells that I did not dig. Uh, the people that dug them, dug them before I was born. Um, guys like Bill Barden and Dennis Ryan and Tommy Shoemaker and, of course, Roddy Moat. And so this is one of the few places in the country that I know of where the football coach – if he says something, they don't second guess like the players don't. And that's weird. And that has nothing to do with me. That has to do with Bill Barden because it is, it, it is in the water. And like the only way that goes away is if somehow I mess it up because it's been in the water for everybody since Bill Barden. Um, but, you know, this is the best front seven we've ever had in the history of the school, Jeff. I mean, our four downs and three linebackers have been um, – they've been otherworldly. Um, uh, it, it, it's its its been a match made in heaven. You know, our scheme fits them well. Um, we, we did some things in the offseason knowing how good we were going to be in the front seven. Um, you know, and so that that's that's been the staple of our team all year. And, and going back to the Washita Christian game – you know, those guys have been able to run it on everybody, and we held them to less than 100 yards rushing. And that, again, going back to, you know, confidence, our guys felt like, you're not going to run the ball on us, you know. And so um, that's really the heart and soul of our team. And you flip it over, I'm very fortunate. I got a guy named Will Francis that that runs our offense. I'm on the defensive side of the ball, so I don't, I don't mess with those guys. But he's super – He's so where I'm really type A – He's really, really type B. And I think as a good offensive coordinator, I think you got to be type B. Like, I think you got to lose your wallet and keys if you're going to draw up something creative. You know what I'm saying? And so he's got that to him. And so it's a really good match. And I'm sure you can tell by the way that I'm screaming at you on this podcast that I'm pretty type A. So um, it, it works really well. Um, and so he, he does a really good job. And in 2018, we made the decision to go one way. And that was a, a really difficult decision to make that not a lot of people agreed with at the time, but it worked. And now we, we, we'd never look back. Right. I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, we can't imagine drawing up a practice plan or trying to figure out how to navigate this with two way players. And so that has been a huge part of our player development. Um, and so uh, we always have some guys Usually on defense, that that a guy or two that shouldn't really be playing, but he ends up playing, and and we're able to just kind of get him coached up and get him enough reps that he he survives. Um, but Owen Miller, um, he is the perfect match for for Will Francis. Um, they're both very type B. Um, they're both creative. They're both. Um, whatever the other side of the brain is that's not black and white. So whatever that is, they're that person. Um, and so we have – we're big into seven on seven. And while that's not football, one of the cool things about it is it it, it does have carryover for our offense. 
Um, and as much as anything, it's developing that chemistry with the wideouts and the receivers. And, you know, again, drinking from a well I didn't dig. Thomas Shoemaker, 1997. You know, Hardy Academy's been in the power eye, you know, since the beginning of, of the program. Thomas Shoe takes over and, you know, and he and Gus are buddies. And now, you know, now we're, you know, they're throwing five verts against cover three and, you know, shredding Carlisle because, you know, nobody knows what's going on yeah. in oh, 1997, know. you know? Uh, and I was so, there. I understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, so that that's happening and, and we've never looked back. And so again, that goes back to our kids kind of buying into the entire process of we're going to throw and catch at Harding Academy. And I think more than anything, that we've done well in terms of our player development and, and our kids right now is, is we've been married to some systems and it has allowed for the teaching progression and the building blocks to build. Um, and really the place we probably see that more than anywhere is with our offensive line. And so we have tried to take what I would call wing tee and flex bone cultishness of of a system and a very specific teaching methodology and, and tried to apply that with our offensive line. And I think what we've been able to do is elevate a bunch of guys that are, are pretty much kind of average and give them the tools to go play. And so I don't know if I've answered that your question or not, yeah. but I, I feel weird getting on and going, Hey, we have good players. Thanks Jeff. <laughs> you know, like, so um, I'm trying to, trying to give a little bit of uh little bit of context to uh, why those guys I think have have been able to find some success other than being great kids well that's awesome that's awesome before I get you off here how many you got over playing for coach Simmons this weekend okay the starting free safety a backup slot starting left tackle starting punter backup be back and three other offensive linemen that will travel, but they won't play. So I think there's there's eight on the roster, and then there's a ninth that's hurt right now. That's awesome. I'm going to say you're going to be tuned in. You're going to be tuned in this weekend. Listen, I've already got my ticket. I'll be there. All right. That's even better. That's even better. Well, Coach, hey, man, appreciate you coming on. Hey, congratulations. And uh, you're fixing to bump up to 5 eh? We'll have you on doing a preview because – I'm sure you're looking forward to that and that process, but but sure. but, and, but we'll have you on to talk about that a little bit later, Coach. Okay. Appreciate you coming on, man. Congratulations, Thanks, and and uh, we'll see you down the road. Thanks, Jeff. See you, buddy. What a show! What a great show! Appreciate him coming on. Well, man, we we are flying like crazy on yep. YouTube right now. We're we're blowing it up. Had some great last couple of shows. Been great, great views. Mm -hmm. Tell everybody how they can find us. Yeah, you know we've hit a couple of huge benchmarks uh, on YouTube. Uh, Coaches in the mouth. Uh, give us a subscribe. Give us a like. Um, that's huge towards uh, where we're headed. Um, and of course, we're on Twitter or X uh, under Coaches Pod. So uh, give us a follow there. You can watch all of our episodes there as well. Well, it's great. Well, for Coach Jeff Williams, Coach Bray Cook, the mouth. We'll see you next time.